Okay, so is, 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 is Lano uh, say no to rage on Twitch? Um, I think so. I think he's a Destiny streamer. Yeah, I believe. Yes, so. yes, yeah. he is, and we'll we'll definitely get into that. But before we, oh, I see that you're sneaky. <laughs> before you're we, sneaky. Uh, I, before we um, talk about some of the the more unfortunate matters of uh, conversation, that was foreshadowing. Uh, I, yeah, um, I kind of want to know since. Fuck. Okay. Since everything's apparently made out of cake, um, I don't get what... that thing. I don't understand what that thing is. What is that? Okay. So... I mean, do we have time? <laughs> can we yeah. go through this? <laughs> can you so, explain yeah, the whole internet to me? Oh yeah, no. We can. We can. We can cut right into the matter. Um, so... I saw what you did there. I mean, you know, I somebody's got to pick it up for Sarah. Poor mm-hmm. guy. Like, dude. Well, dude's right now. He's just doing a chillax stream, but like he. Uh, between the stream and some other stuff, he's kind of taking it easy. For everyone that doesn't know, um, he he had suffered an unfortunate uh, medical emergency. He's he's doing a lot better now, but damn, that was really scary. So agreed. Yeah, just make sure to take time for yourself. Take care of yourself. It's okay to slow down and take a break every once in a while, especially someone like Sarah who seems to be working all the time. So definitely Dude. take breaks when you can. I. Yeah, I'm still a little bit worried, but like so far, dude's cutting out salt. He's doing all the things he's supposed to be doing. So I'm just hoping that like he's. It's just really worrisome right now, especially with everything going on. He's especially more vulnerable with the pandemic. But sure, sure. I mean, I don't know. I I can't imagine there's a lot of. Well, I should take that back. He he's already expressed that there's a ton of fucking mask holes. I like that term. Uh, just in inconsiderate dipshits oh, who, sure, sure. Um, who choose not to wear like a a preventative measure. Oh, look at the kid. Um, a little preventative measure over their face just for the betterment of themselves and everyone around them. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I digress. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Apparently there's been like this, which is weird too because I feel like the last 12 months we've seen nothing but like fucking cake fiascos or like really ugly shitty cake like there's at least three netflix shows that i'm sure that exist um oh like competitions yeah but like yeah but like cake fails or like how can we possibly remotely and then and then on the on the opposite spectrum of that there are these fucking like gourmet chefs that are like hey we're gonna take these photorealistic high dynamic range 4k 2160p like resolution grade fucking objects and then boom cake yeah ice cream like, cake for your birthday Have fucking birthday. raspberry uh-huh. like charcuise like fucking any goddamn thing you can think of to the point where i'm just like is everything cake so i i, I think to myself like what, what, what kind of cake would the playstation 5 be um future cake future cake mm-hmm. i i would I would venture guess that the Xbox Series X would be a pistachio cake. I'd Ooh, totally down that. I do like pistachio. I do. Oh, dude, it's such an underrated flavor. It really is. I agree wholeheartedly. Like to get a little bit of savoriness, a little bit of butteriness with a dessert. Mm. Outstanding. But Outstanding. I just. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Everything's apparently cake, and then like I don't know if it's already. I, I don't know. I've I've never seen a meme. To fucking do a drive-by as quickly as that like but... it must have came and went because i i remember seeing it briefly for like a minute and then it it was gone yeah i mean one second we just see a screen grab of like fucking 
Ellie holding somebody at knife point going, what kind of fucking cake are you? <laughs> and then, like, and then the next, I'm just like, oh, yeah, there are abductions happening in Portland right now. Shit. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, back to reality. Yes. Um, yes. But anyway, uh, speaking of which, this is episode 125. We're doing a uh, quickie news because there's been a lot of news that's taken place since we've last recorded. And uh, we're trying to, like, get back on that tip uh, for mm-hmm. uh, PPR as far as the fact that we've got a games club coming up. Um, there's definitely a what's in your console down the way and then some other features. But we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the, I mean, do our uh, inaugural quote-unquote E3 afterthoughts episode. It's just, it's just like the it's fucking not, It's not, though. It's not, though. I mean, what do we call this? This is the, there was news that happened, but it's in no real structure and there's no real format to it because companies now are doing whatever they want to do, however they want to do it. It is, there are no rules. It is the Wild West now. What is the uh, Care Bears parody and the Rugrats? Like, what, what, what are they called again? Oh, God. I, nope, I have no idea. Um... Hold on, I'm looking it up real quick. Just because it reminds me of that episode where they go to um, the Dummy Bears. Oh, my God, that wasn't even clever. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, yeah. the Dummy Bears in the land that never was. This was the, this is the episode of the E3 that never was. Yes, yes, so, I like it. Yeah. I think um, that's good. I mean, of course, we're not going to get that sweet, Revengeance of Todd Howard, but like we... <laughs> his time is coming though. Yeah, <laughs> his time Absolutely. is coming. He's waiting patiently. Uh all right, but yeah, I mean, there's still nonetheless plenty to talk about. In fact, we might sure. be pulling the trigger a little early, given that uh, we still have Microsoft's showcase uh, down the line. But mm-hmm. I figure mm-hmm. there's been so much it'd be irresponsible if we didn't already discuss of uh, what's gone thus far, both for uh, current day news or related to current tech and video games as well as a lot of retro news that i would love to cover really so, okay wow yeah good time for that i guess huh dude no, you'd be... no one can make anything new right now so they have to go back to <laughs> retro it's impossible there's no new content no new anything you have to I, go back retro. you'd absolutely be surprised so mm-hmm. with that being said let's go ahead and start the show let's go So, okay. So I, real quick though, before we get into it, uh, it's, it's just you and me here. It's, yeah. it's just us. It's just the two of us. Um, I have to be honest with you, and I have to apologize to you. Oh, just okay. us, just us. You know, while while we're just here talking to each other, and no one else is listening, and no one else is around, just you and me talking, man Clear to man. Clear in the air. Clear in the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to apologize to you. Uh huh about uh, all the years I ridiculed you and made fun of you and harassed you about the Ouya. Uh-huh. 
I know it's an ongoing gag and it was fun for a while, but I have to apologize because I find myself in a situation I don't <laughs> feel right about. I'm not familiar with this territory. Why am I the only one that likes Stadia? I do. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've been using it so much, and I, I like it so much, but I'm the only one that knows about it. Why? Like, why doesn't anyone else like what I like? Because you must have moon grade fiber. I don't. I don't even know exactly how I don't. you can get the I, damn thing to work. I played Destiny Two on my phone. <laughs> like, I, I, that, that, that's what I had to resort to one day because I was trying to do a quest line in Destiny, and I didn't have access to anything else, and I didn't want to do it at at, at work. Uh, work computer, so I did on my phone, and it kind of worked. It kind of, it kind of, sort of worked. That's the best thing I think about Stadia. It kind of, sort of works. <laughs> That's a box quote if I've ever it heard. It really one. is. It kind of worked, and uh, I like it more than I thought I should, and I don't know why. Is something wrong with me? Well, no. I think if it speaks to you in a way that, like, if it, if it provides a convenience or a advantage that especially mm-hmm. speaks to you on a level that you you found very much lacking yeah. but it's weird I will I say it's like... very situational <laughs> it is extremely situational to how how it is uh, effective I okay so me personally and yes. I know like cuz I've gotten the opportunity to interact with Stadia twice mm-hmm. and I my feelings haven't changed on it but what's bizarre is I I definitely got some on live vibes but Oh, and in regard, yeah, yeah, because well, here's the thing, though. Thing. Yeah, and on, but I feel like on live, like very much like the the in in respect of the Wii or the Switch, um, was essentially made to perform at a concession, but as a result, it offered again, uh, and it, it offered a format that was more convenient or advantageous for those who sought that that format, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel like. In, in that regard, that's what the Stadia, like, best speaks to. But, like, and and, 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 and don't get me wrong. Like, I know I'm, I'm not, I'm not daft to the, like, concept that I'm fucking comparing, like, 10-year-old tech to current modern-day tech. Believe me, I'm not. Because the Stadia very much can do way more than what OnLive can do in regards to, um, just the, the amount of content it streams just by the second versus what online was capable of doing but at, at in that same breath i've never seen something so unstable and so finicky and mm. just so inaccessible to uh the general market like you're not wrong and i think if you have their specific proprietary stuff it's way more user friendly but exactly the general audience isn't going to have a Pixel phone. They're not going to have a Chromecast Ultra. Like they're not going to have any of that stuff. Um, so unless you're integrated into that ecosystem already, it's not going to be user friendly at all. No, I was. Close. And like the other thing that I'm like I struggled to with. Then this is one thing that OnLive did do right. Mm. Is OnLive gave some incentive to at least give it a chance. Whether it was timed exclusives, which I know was shitty, but between timed exclusives and even I believe I, they they failed to come to me but there were the few indie exclusives like i believe for a while there that was the only way you can play dust force before dust force hit oh um, wow yeah yeah uh steam and mm-hmm. like and correct me if i'm wrong I'm, they're like there there's a few here and there where like they they definitely made the effort to incentivize like playing on their platform specifically mm-hmm. google is completely riding on the seat of their name and yep. literally nothing else like there's i 
I cannot, like, I am fucking aghast that, like, you're giving me a controller and a streaming service that doesn't even have the stability or the fucking, like, the the assurance. <laughs> I, I know that sounds harsh, but the assurances of, like, something that requires far less setup and far less headache to, like, consistently enjoy and operate just basic level requirements of a current console or current gen yeah and like if it had locked down like oh man it's escaping me like i i you know what i was i I wanted to bring it up to talk about on the show just because it it was it i don't know it seems so irrelevant like to to the point of hilarity but amazon recently released a uh (laughs) yeah Yes, Crucible. Like I've, I've never seen. It came and it went. They're like, I mean, Anthem is still out there. Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, but to, to some to some respect, it is like this, I can it, purchase a copy of Anthem for ten dollars because I was we'll tempted play. to. Yes. and we'll play. Yeah, yeah, dude. Crucible is like a fucking Irem uh, classic yeah. at this point. It, it, it is gone. It is now. Well, it's permanent beta. <laughs> <laughs> like if you had installed it prior to them taking it away, you are now a beta tester again. Because it's going back into beta. Yeah. Which is I, wild. I didn't know games could go out of beta and then go back in. That's, <laughs> But that's what we're doing now. That, that's what's happening. But yeah, so I, that, that, that was my Stadia minute. So <laughs> that'll, that'll be my new reoccurring segment on this show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be completely honest with you because I've had most of all my shit unplugged. My, um, my 360's disk drive died, and I had a Jasper, and I'm really bummed because I finally... Um, I finally got the HMI matrixes that I needed to work. I've got like the uh, monoprice Blackbirds that are outputting like perfect HDR at the right 18 uh, gigabytes per second speed. Like I've got everything situated, mm-hmm. and it's able to uh, retroactively read like older 1080p signals. So mm-hmm. I was super stoked to finally be able to play some of my older shit again. I'm waiting on two more HMI matrixes, but when I was fucking around with the 360, because I was just like, oh cool, like you know. I'm gonna. I was trying to do like some shitty video for uh, Sarah's birthday. I was gonna say I know I, you're doing you're doing some Tate stuff there, weren't you? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I got like all the all the screens in the room like mm-hmm. doing shooters, and I wanted to do a shooter on the 360. The fucking disk drive died. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh. So now I got to get that repaired. But I had no idea that a Jasper was even prone to failure. I, that was like, I don't know. It's, it seems even this day and age, the 360 is finding ways to fuck up on me. So. <laughs> Yeah, hard, hardware issues abound. Ones we didn't I, even know about. I, I just, I don't know, I'm super bummed because I was actually really looking forward. Like, I mean, it, it'll play stuff just fine that's downloaded on the disk drive, uh, or not mm-hmm. on the hard drive, but yeah, my, my laser's gone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know, that was a bummer. Um, But, yeah, I don't even know if my Ouya will boot up. I was thinking about popping it in but just because uh razor took down everything but i think with everything that i still have installed i should be okay sure sure but 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 it's not gonna connect to anything anymore no and like that's the bummer too because i only have like maybe 28 games installed on it Mm -hmm. and like that was one thing i could always just i could i could play fucking anything i mean it was the wild west and there believe me there were some there were some motherfucking games there that were (laughs) um but I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I might actually retire it from the orientation and mm-hmm. uh, see if I can put something else HDMI related. I mean, I made room for the Polymega, but that just got uh, re- 
push back. So, you, do you have your Neo Geo X in that mix? No, I have the Neo Geo X in my uh, mini console ah, setup behind nice, me. Nice, nice. Okay. Which, cool. and I'm, I'm happy you brought that up. I'm super fucking bummed. I got an M Classic adapter, mm-hmm. and I think if I get the right pigtail, I'll be fine. But the Neo Geo X dock uh, uses a mini HDMI from the onset. Yeah, yeah so I, I got a mini HDMI to female... Um, uh, standard size HDMI pigtail mm-hmm. to then um, use the M Classic because the M Classic um, I think I might just end up using it on my Switch and I don't know I I fucked around with it with my uh, Pi and I originally got the Classic to um, use for a consoleized PSP project I've abandoned this PSP project because now there's this new um, there's this new mod that's been released for the PSTV called Sharp Scaler and uh, I'm just going to modify and set up all of my PSP library and my PSTV with the whitelist to work on my uh, PlayStation TV. And then that'll be my console. TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's just going to be my PSP solution. And then with the new sure. Sharp Scaler um, uh, modification applied, it mm-hmm. will properly be able to scale and display uh, PSP games in full screen without all the. Um, the shitty resolution or artifacting that like comes with the standard emulator. So um, I think I might just use my M classic on the um, switch, but I really wanted to use it on Neo Geo X because there's a retro mode that can force things into four by three. And the Neo Geo X can't fucking do four by three. Nope. And I don't know if I, I might revisit it if I can find a better quality pigtail, but it didn't work. And I was super Mm. bummed. Yeah. Um, but I, we do have some mini console news to get to, um, yeah, but sure, sure. yeah. So let we'll, we'll get on with news. Basically, um, not much else. Uh, we're we're I'm personally preparing for a second lockdown, and I think everyone else should. And just wear a fucking mask, please. I don't please just wear a fucking mask and stop being an asshole. Like it, it, it's insane to me. Like the the petulant fights that i am witnessing and start like just observing to the point where like i have to really push myself to not get involved and to not yell at a fucking stranger i i wish i felt like i could i'm just i'm too exhausted to do it i can't yeah i'm too exhausted to do it it's exhausting to and i know i should but at this point i'm just like as long as my family and we're secure and we are doing what we intend to do that's all i can really control everyone else i mean it just it feels like this is an apocalyptic series of events <laughs> and it's just watch out for your own it's it's weird cuz you would you know what's funny is like and i know so we we did tease that there's going to be a last of us games club and this is the only thing i want to make mention cuz we have a lot to talk about and i'm sure. really excited for it but i mean i hear a lot of people saying that the game is way too nihilistic and the fact that it doesn't capture a part of the human condition where like people can come together in times of struggle and, and like really exa- and like not every fucking human being will turn and and like show the ugliness of humanity. Mm-hmm. You say that, and yet, fucking Karen won't be bothered to wear a mask. And we have our current administration pushing for children to. You won't even let us sit down and eat in a restaurant, but you are fine with sending fucking educators who make less than forty thousand a year into a room. Like, I mean, again, I don't, but like, when you see shit like that, 
not so nihilistic, maybe perhaps unfortunately realistic. Mm-hmm. I, my two cents, and we'll get into that. So yeah, it, uh, I feel like that game does draw a lot of parallels to a current climate. Too too, too too much, too much. <laughs> Especially no remastered. I think did way more when I was um, playing because I wanted to play through that just to so get you, you way played more that perspective. recently. Yes, okay. I played. I poop socked them back to back. Wow. Um, Damn. Uh, well, I, I, can I ask you real quick? How's your soul? Like, how's your soul doing right now? Not good? Not not wonderful, but okay. it was great. Like, the one thing that got me through it was, like, like revisiting it and sharing it with Val because she had only seen glimpses of it with sure. previous exposure with other friends, but then mm-hmm. she sat through it, like, from start to finish. Yeah. And it was nice to hold that conversation and, and share that with her. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so on the news... Um, we are gonna. I mean, there's plenty of Neo Geo talk actually. In this I love it. Happy. Excellent. Well, yeah. So I love that. Um, we're gonna go and kind of address the elephant in the room of um, in the recent weeks and where we've been silent just from a number of different reasons because of our fucking day jobs and personal lives and we're getting back on the horse. Ugh, I hate that term. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, unfortunately uh, also bared witness to. Some of the ugliness uh, that was seen within the industry and speaking out. But there's a lot of stuff that, like, we can, I think that we can speak to from, uh, like, as far as from our perspective. Yes. In terms of office culture and then some other stuff. But, like, yeah, I figured we'd go ahead and shine some light on that. Um, Also, uh, Sony, uh, I mean, they kind of uh, unveiled a a, a nifty little... uh, a bundled of uh, of new uh, announcement on the way for their uh, next generation console, the PlayStation Five. A mm-hmm. uh, this fucking thing. Um, speaking of like designer cakes, like this thing. Yeah, she- I remember the, the the like the. I don't know what those are called. Just like the, the like the demo kits or the like whatever was out there in the wild for a while. I was like, there's no way a system's gonna look like that. And then somehow they made it look <laughs> more ridiculous than that. More ridiculous they than the made demo it, kits. They made it look like something you can see in a dentist's office. Like fucking, I, I, uh, I we'll get there. So yeah, we, sure, we've sure. got some got some words about the PlayStation Five announcement as far as um, what the release is going to look like for. I mean, Sony's going to approach it in a way we haven't seen them do before. I mean, taking some notes out of uh, Microsoft's playbook, mm-hmm. uh, and then the confirmed list of launch games thus far. Um, we've got some retro news. A modder by the uh, handle of Woozle, who has already um, done some excellent work with the GBA consoleizer is currently working on two very much needed and called for um, consoleizer kits that I am very excited to look forward to, that being the Neo Geo Pocket Color and the Nintendo DS, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll kind of talk about what he teased so far. Um, speaking of Neo Geo Pocket, uh, SNK also announced that they're going to do a, a limited re-release series uh, on the Nintendo eShop called the Neo Geo Pocket Selection. We might Love touch it. on that a bit. And I was going to say, that, that SNK... A uh, card fighter game had come out on Switch not too long ago. I think that was kind of like um I don't remember did it because I, I know SNK gals did the okay the is that female what it is? fighter yes gotcha but the but the card one well that, was that a DS game originally or was it something prior to that so no it was so that was 
by I think in in my humble opinion the killer app for the Neo Geo Pocket Color okay. like that that was the game that moved fucking units yeah, both that, in the west that's and that's what east. I want to see yeah 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 and it's one of my personal favorites. Cause I, cause and, I, 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 yeah, because I had the DS game, but I never had access to the I love the, the DS game, yeah. but, like, the DS game also, I don't know, it didn't have some of the, uh, it, it kind of simplified the rules a little bit. Yeah. But, like, and we'll get into that, but um, mm-hmm. there's there's stuff to talk about that. Um, Mixer. Uh, so I figured we'd, we'd touch on that. And finally, um, some of these, like, Really, like, just bizarre and really spaced out um, trailer reveals for upcoming games because um, with COVID-19, we have no E3 this year. Nope. It, may, may, maybe ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it may not be a thing anymore. I mean... it, Which is it, fine. Jeff Keighley can run the whole damn show. I'm fine with this. <laughs> let, let, let him just run with it. I mean, we can... Oh, dude, just... The the fact that he was a glorified hand model for the fucking PlayStation Five controller did you did you see that I haven't yet I I saw that he had a video like either like yesterday morning or something or today I don't know when it was but yeah it was it was a bit much to say the least it's probably someone's fetish though so if that's the case Merry Christmas Christ all right so um with that being said um let's go ahead and jump right into the news. couple of weeks there's been um there's been some confession well not confessions of sorts but uh finally um Maybe a, lot bravery, yeah. Yeah. a lot of bravery revelations a lot of bravery exhibited. absolutely and, and multiple facts like m- multiple things in, in all forms of entertainment not just gaming it's, it's been widespread right which i mean even then there's an entirely separate subset of cultures in within the gaming spectrum that like at at this point have have definitely evolved into uh their own like environment into their own like world of sorts that mm-hmm. that have unfortunately existed within a an entirely different ecosystem of of uh of a hierarchy a power uh, system of sorts, and those who find themselves in a position of power have, um, we we've definitely come to learn that they have unfortunately used their influence to cause a lot of harm in in their respective communities. Mm-hmm. Um, which so, uh, we you mentioned it at the very beginning, but yeah, Lano, <laughs> yeah, uh, Lano is a uh, streamer who, uh, goes by the handle of Say No to Rage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's primarily known for, uh, being a, a streamer for Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Um, it started there where there were, uh, three other streamers within that community. And again, I, 
outside of Twitch, really, even then, aside from the Twitch-related events, there are several other events going on, both uh, sanctioned by... Um, I mean, at this point, I believe Bungie's really getting involved with the community ever since they've yes. left the influence of Activision. Yes, and I can say from experience that I know a lot of the Bungie community. Uh, Deej, who's a community manager, he's pretty vocal about a lot of this and trying to create a safe environment for Destiny content creators and just Destiny fans in general. Um, they had cut ties with this individual prior to the allegations coming mm. uh, to light because of that problematic like activity, things they have seen, things they have heard. So these things have been discussed and reported, but now, thankfully, it's becoming more of a, uh, you know, to the public knowledge. And uh, a lot of the incidents had taken place at Guardian Con, which is a convention specifically for Destiny content creators, Destiny fans. But there's also, they sprinkle in like Warframe and Borderlands, other games mm -hmm. kind of in the genre. But um, Guardian Con's been kind of an established thing in the Destiny community for a few years now. And even then, there was a lot of talk about things that were happening, inappropriate things happening at that event. He was actually banned from that event prior to all this happening. So it feels like they were trying to maybe like they were trying to stop this before it became widespread. But I think now, thankfully people that were victims of this are speaking up and they're saying, Hey, like this was happening. This was a thing. Like it's such a double-edged sword when you kind of have your finger on the pulse and you, I feel like it's a responsibility that you share to uh, bring to light. Yes. Like this, so just to prevent any additional abuse from taking place. But in that same respect, mm -hmm. I mean, I we live now in in an era where like we have to ask for receipts and like sometimes unfortunately, like I I'm very much believe the victim and I will always sure. endorse course. believing the victim. But even then, um, we've seen uh, a wave of this also happen within the professional wrestling industry, and I'm sure mm -hmm. we'll talk about when we eventually um record house show mm -hmm. um and even then uh, among those one of them being darby allen and a lot of the uh, accusations involved there um were proven to be false which is a relief within itself but at the same time is unfortunate because i i do not want to dismiss or gaslight those who have absolutely been hurt i mean it's I don't know it that that within itself is a whole different onion appeal, sure. Um, but it's just Twitch has now expanded into this entire zeitgeist of of uh, video gaming that people have yet to really comprehend and perceive. I mean, it's to the point where video gaming has become an entertainment medium that is. Uh, almost half about interaction or d direct interaction and sometimes more about just digest and, and just watching. Yeah. Um, and like just within the past year alone, there've been over 50 cases reported individually of, uh, abusers that have been outed, um, that have, um, I mean, just recently, uh, shitlord extreme doctor, like disrespect fucking, that dude has been permanently banned, we can only imagine. And, like, right now he's he's doing an apology tour for a thing we don't know that he's done wrong and apologizing for. 
Oh, I didn't um, know this. Yeah. I, that, I, that... I, I, I just assumed that he broke his contract. No, no, you didn't. Twitch gave him the axe. Like per, they're like done, well, but they yeah, won't say. But, but they won't. They won't. Say, they won't say what it is, and that's the thing. They would have said by now if it was misconduct. I think they I, have to because it's against the law. I see. Unless I don't it's something know. under investigation, I, the I think way, that's the way what I, it is. Yeah, and the way I've heard is that I mean, who knows for sure? That's the thing. No one's fucking saying anything, but I don't know. I, I felt like it was a breach of contract. But, however, he has been guilty of and gotten in trouble for infidelity and other things in the past. So it wouldn't be far of a stretch. I, I'm borderline voyeurism. I mean, like, I, yeah, the, yeah. He's, he's a dirtbag. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but just, it, it's a climb within itself. So much so to the point where I think I may have gotten one of the most disturbing um, uh, PR emails for an upcoming indie game. That um, also definitely commanded a lot of the conversation yesterday, but so much so that speaks to the current climate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Gamer Girl reveal from yesterday. Oh, dude. No. Okay. So um, it's an FMV game. Uh, imagine I could, the best thing I or the closest thing I can compare it to is uh, Night Trap, where you work oh, as a no. moderator. Yeah. Okay. You work as a moderator for a female streamer. Mm. Yeah, dude, it's really uncomfortable because oh, I just unplugged my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I got so upset. <laughs> I saw it, dude. He just his I got fucking so upset by that it broke my equipment. His eyes rolled back into the abyss, and he just fucking fell. Wow! And yeah, that that like sent me into the fucking shadow realm. That was um, bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, it's. It's as very much as bad as to the point where like the trailer was actually um, because it is coming to PlayStation Four and it, the trailer I mean, was not anymore, right? <laughs> well, no, like, I, it's canceled now, right? I, so uh, Sony took down the trailer. Sure. Um, but yeah, the the premise is where you um, you are a moderator that's trying to keep her safe from toxic viewers and fans, but you also to generate hype and viewership create a little drama in the chat funny funny i wonder if that's what's happening in the current like content creator like like you gotta understand that shit is happening on twitch all the fucking time yeah dude there are fucking people that like it is intentional like to the well there there's times where it might be intentional but i again i i want to pay respect to the like there are actual content creators that need to set up security parameters before they can even make a physical appearance of any kind Sure. To the point where, like, they're constantly changing their VPN and IP address and, like, having to make sure that they limit just because they do not want to be uh, engaged. And they shouldn't have in... to be. No, you're right. No. Absolutely. They shouldn't have to be. Yeah. So it's just, I, I don't know. It, it was especially one of the more tone deaf. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, do you not understand what the fuck's happening right now? Yeah. <sighs> but, like. <sighs> That's unfortunate. God. Yeah. Uh, but it, again, it speaks volumes to the fact that like this, the current industry is not in a capacity. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't, this is absolutely no way, shape or form limited to video games by any means. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen, we've seen the exodus of, of Hollywood. We've seen the exodus in, in the comic book industry and, and all creative outlets, and I'd imagine there's several other uh, professional fields that, like, there's a capacity uh, of something like this going on. But, mm-hmm. but even then, like, just 
Ubisoft of all things to the point where like I I still am struggling with like whether or not it'd be appropriate to even like just the fact that they were so liaison air about like the fucking shit that went like oh yeah we we got rid of um the individual like that that has it, like what came to light and we're we're doing investigations internally and we're doing a bunch mm-hmm. of things i'm like but are you really i mean it 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 came and it went as quickly as it did within like your your showcase and you it didn't seem like there was a lot of priority and then they're like oh well there was a whole lot of preparation to address it properly. I'm like, maybe since we're all in a very unique time frame at this moment where you're not exactly under any sort of deadline or pressure mm-hmm. to showcase, maybe you, you kind of do some house cleaning before, like, I don't know. Yes, was, I think I'll, I, like we can delay some things. Like, some things don't have to happen right this second. Maybe get stock of what is important, take priorities and things, and then come back. Like, yeah, our our precious video games can wait a little bit. Like, 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 fix your shit first. Yeah, and but even then, as far as Ubisoft, like, I'm not entirely... So, the big two ones would be um, Ashraf Izumel, mm-hmm. um, who essentially had a lot of extramarital affairs with uh, fans of the Assassin's Creed property that, mm-hmm. like, absolutely, like, knew who he was in um, that regard. But there's somebody and. I, like there was his a name few. Is... There, there was a few HR people that left because they were basically like just saying like we didn't handle it properly, so now we're stepping down. But I think a few of them aren't stepping down from the company; they're just stepping down from the position. So they're still with the company, possibly. We don't know that for sure. Yeah, which I mean, what's the point of bowing out and then when... staying with the company? Like, yeah. Yeah, like it's, if anything, especially in this very troubling day and age, like performative awareness and and just mm-hmm. like giving the illusion that like you're you're the you're an ally of of the victims that have been affected by the very people that you've empowered is the, like the fucking least conducive thing that you can do. It's mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. It it definitely. It rubs me the wrong way, and, and like I don't even know like what I can do in a as as far as a person in my position, like to the point where like yeah, I want like I have to reexamine a lot of the things in my past and like how I've done, and like I and it, I feel like it's a question everybody should be asking themselves, but like in in order to make this space an inclusive space, like you really need to fucking check yourself and and what the balance of power is and and what sort of not even just like who you advocate and what you represent but just in, in the sake of fucking human decency mm-hmm. like and don't fucking justify it by like thinking about it like you know what if it was your daughter or what if it was your sister fuck you I just like treat it like it's a an enti- like an entirely different person be like you know what I mean like just take that into account mm-hmm. um Another one that I'm familiar with that um, I there is another individual specifically I, I and I want it I, I, I hate that I can't remember his name and I was trying to find it just because there was quite a few um, just some of the fucking oh man he like fabricated screenshots that was all really sketch like mm. horrible horseshit like I 
Um, the one I did want to go ahead and touch on was uh, Chris Avellone, um, which, oh man, that that was a pretty big bummer just because, like, in regard to what, like, he's done mm -hmm. in, in concern, like, in, in the games that he's written mm -hmm. um, between, oh, dude, um, Fallout New Vegas and uh, Planesca uh, Planescape Torment. And uh, even then, um, there was recent, like, when this information was starting to come to light. Uh, it looks like Techland had, as you saw, got the drop on it. Dead Island 2, um, yeah. And they cut ties or, with him, too. Dead Island 2? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, <sighs> Me, personally, the one that really hit home for me was um, we had uh, found out that the... Uh, I, I'm not sure what his position was, but basically, like, a co-founder or a president or basically, like like, the guy for Evo which was Mr. Wizard. Um, oh, he, yeah. he, he was called out, and he has now since been let go at Evo, and I think that the co-founders have taken over like running Evo. But at this point now, you might as well not even call it Evo. You might as well just throw that name in the fucking trash. Yeah, Cause, I mean... Because he was synonymous with Evo. He is, like, the face of that. And so with that, I think it's always going to have a, a mark of... Just, oh, it's gonna have a stain on the legacy of it. Exactly. So I think you get rid of Evo entirely. I mean, you can do. Th I mean, that's why we have Reset Era now, as opposed to NeoGaf, which yes. had its very own Exodus for yes. very similar reasons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I absolutely. And even then, like, ah, oh, man, there's another one that comes to mind, and I don't remember his name. Uh, that actually, I think we touched on it. We we are have already recorded an episode on this very thing, our our episode about toxicity in the games industry. Mm -hmm. um, and even then, like I I really do want to. I know I mentioned earlier that we were going to speak to the personal perspective of uh, office culture toxicity, especially with um, Mitch Dyer and Callie Plague and everybody talking about like um, what it was like to work at under IGN with um, Tal being in charge the way he was before he had left. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we might have to save that just for another show, just because at this point, thankfully, there there hasn't been anything else that's really come to light, but I I don't know. I, I think it was especially tone deaf for uh, Ubisoft to really not properly address this, the fact sure. that like there have been um, demotions, but like out like where where is the solidarity if you're just like stay still remaining with the company i mean i i get it these are really troubling times but like if i mean why what's the point if if you're not going to commit like what conviction so i don't know mm -hmm. i i was really bummed about that and even then there's some i don't know there's there's been some other um aspects regarding far cry 6 which I yeah, I'm really excited for um what Gene Carlo Esposito brings, but at the same time like I mean in, in regard to like where he's normally he's a veteran of uh television and film media um where I wouldn't I don't want to say it's not an issue for uh Latino representation or I'm sorry, Latinx uh representation. I feel like that is most certainly an issue in in the video game space. So, mm -hmm. a little. I, I don't know. I mean, I 
I, I'm still trying to get a copy of Ghost of Tsushima myself, and I really want to. And that's another, like, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of baggage with, like, how exactly I want to approach that game, because I, I don't know, I feel like Sucker Punch is within its right, and that's a whole different conversation. But I feel like a lot of these instances where there's uh, toxicity within a personal professional level in the industry has a lot to do with the fact that there's way too much of the old guard not allowing for real progress or or different voices to kind of take over and mm-hmm. essentially implement the uh, representation in, in voice that a lot of our our current climate needs as far sure. as media and, and development and uh, commentary, punditry, like anything and everything in video games. So we can only hope that see more of that, um, especially with um, everything that's taken place within the last couple of months um, in, in concern to Black it, Lives Yes, if there's ever time to hit a reset button. It's right now. At this point, yes. Like, like we, there's no better... I mean, there's no good time. You should just be able to do it. But if there was a time where it means the most, this is it. Yeah. Which, I mean, I would love to go ahead and segue over to the PlayStation 5. And sure. And kind of just go from there. And the reason why I want to segue that is... I don't know. There, It's a weird starting point, but... Bear with me, just because, like... Okay. How do you feel about the the Spider-Man Miles Morales juke? Because I'm gonna be honest, I'm I'm not a fan of it. I didn't think that was gonna be a fully fledged, brand new PS5 exclusive game. No, I I didn't. I I knew from the get go when they were showing the load times for the PS5 and they're showing it with Spider-Man. I knew that was their intended goal. Now, did I think it was gonna end up being the like? infamous beyond light expansion but kind of a full game kind or of the thing. uncharted no. lost legacy no i didn't think they were going that route but i definitely knew it was going to be ps4 spider-man engine ps4 spider-man game just ported to the ps5 and just putting a skin on it you know but i still feel like it's a worthwhile and that's the thing that's the reason why i think that's the case because we should have had a miles morales in spider-man ps4 should have happened. I mean, we we did, but like it, it was, was it just a more costume? of a supporting. No, it was just he was a supporting character. He's a character in like Miles oh. Morales is in that game, but yeah. he's it's his introduction, uh, his origin in regard to his father, which is so. Here's the thing that's a little troubling, and I, and mm. I kept thinking about that. I and I can only hope that Insomniac has the fucking wherewithal mm-hmm. to really address that, but. I'm 95% sure they don't, and I can only imagine how uncomfortable it's going to be, especially right now and going into the foreseeable future. Um, but Spider-Man, the, my biggest issue, and I, and I addressed it in my review of Marvel Spider-Man, he's a fuck. God damn it, he's a glorified cop, which like it it kind of 
like it it barely works with Batman, but it does just because of the way that that he. I mean, Batman was always written as a pulp detective, and yeah, in the respect to that, but but they've always um, supposed to have been perceived as vigilantes, right? Like right, but but Spider Man more than ever, like he's he's a a public menace. Like he's always been made to be the outlier, the the underdog. Like fucking to the point where like he no matter what he's done for like the common good in, in 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 his public services as a uh vigilante like he can't catch a break in the public mm. image especially with fucking cops like the cops absolutely yeah. don't like him so it was a little i i i think again like an excellent example ludo narrative dissonance like it was a little tone deaf to have him working with a cop so mm. willy-nilly and granted miles morales's dad is a cop in mm. in all aspects of fiction, but from his comic book origins, and even then, like his Spider Verse, and where he's gotten more traction in the mainstream media, including the Insomniac game. Mm-hmm. However, I do not think it's appropriate right now to have him be so fucking chummy. Oh, no, nah, <laughs> good idea. No, nah, so I'm I'm absolutely apprehensive to see where they take his gameplay and and what exactly what he does if anything what i can only hope is that unlike peter and like i don't want to spoil the game's been out for a while but not like years while so i'm Mm going to be very careful but i mean there is a community center that plays a big role in in that um canon of spider-man that i really hope um which i think they did miles tom holland once too right that was kind of a thing in the movies yeah um, maybe not to that extent Right. Okay. So I really hope that that plays more of a bigger role in mm-hmm. in in Miles' story, um, but I don't know how well it's going to work and how much of Peter they're they're going to have involved. Just because, um, I mean, Peter is very much there, like, and like it is very much like the way the game closes, even pre DLC. Um, it very much like alludes that Miles is going to be the torchbearer. Uh, cool. I just don't know exactly like in what regard or aspect they're going to do because there's a big, I don't know, uh, just like in the Spider Verse movie, there's a, a big aspect like in regard to his uncle, who hasn't been introduced into that canon yet. I don't know. I'm I'm I actually really like that was one of the pleasant surprises. Um, I was really into. So we'll we'll kind of see, but. The PlayStation 5. I think in itself that's a surprise because it is a radical departure from what we've normally seen their hardware look like. I mean, you got to give them that at least. It is different. Is it good? I I don't – probably not, but well, you it's, know, different. It's, <laughs> it's different. It's different. Everybody was just like, oh, man, I'm really, I'm really over these, like, boring-ass, like, black box But it needs to work consoles. with my entertainment aesthetic. Like, everything has to be, like, just blacked out. Like, I have – Black systems. Well, actually, you know what? I take that I, back. My Xbox One is a blue Xbox One S. Oh, so yeah, no. I guess that's different. But I'm I'm used to the all black. In fact, shit, yeah. dude. At the bottom of all that, I have a I have the Darth Vader Atari Twenty Six Hundred. I don't even have the wood paneling. Didn't know that was a thing. Okay. Well, no, that's the. Oh, it's just it's that's just... the slang for it. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, just because there it was. It's the revision of the Twenty Six Hundred, but it doesn't have the wood paneling. It's just mm-hmm. all black. So, now that's but, now that's a look that should come back. A wood, wood paneled, paneling. Yes, I'm Which, I'm on board with this. Well, I'll be curious to see if you adopt another doomed console because the Atari VCS is well, coming now. Uh, apparently, know, 
I've been sleeping on the mini consoles. I know we're going to get into another It's not a one mini here. console. It's not? No, it is its own like thing with new games and new it's going to it's a, essentially Atari's Ouya. And it is going to come out at the launch price of 389.99. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Pass. <laughs> a pass on it that. It is yeah. And, and television is also launching their hardware with the... What is uh, happening? Yeah, you didn't know about this? No, what? Yeah, Tommy Tallarico is uh, launching the uh, Intellivision Amico. And okay, there's well, even going to be an exclusive Earthworm Gym game, which immediately made me lose fucking well, interest and go to sleep on it. That's, yeah. Oh, a no. Few, a few of those things you said are probably not great. Uh, no, Earthworm Gym, Tommy Tallarico, yeah, that's all. That's all probably not great. Well, I'm I'm referring specifically to Doug Tenable. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to give that shit any money. Yeah, and and also <sighs> he's been he has his own podcast called Audio Mullets, and uh, it has been absolutely awful. I'm recently. mad that's it's a good name though. That pisses me off that he was able to get that. We should call mm. our podcast Audio Mullets. No, oh, I'm so I'm so relieved that we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like. Probably for the best. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I digress. But, um. Fuck. Where was I? Yeah, dude. PS5, like yeah. I'm as far as the the physical aesthetic design of it. The I am honestly really concerned about the proportions. Like, the, have you seen like the estimated scale and size of the PlayStation Five? Uh, no. Oh, dude, it's going to be the size of, like, an Alienware tower. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, to the point where I'm just like, you're going to have to, like, fucking dremel those dolphin fins, like, at the mm-hmm. top just to mm-hmm. get it to fit into yeah. anything shave you it, got. Shave it down a little bit, so, yeah, if it's, <laughs> God. Is it upright? It sits upright? You can sit upright or it can sit horizontally. Okay. Okay, your mic is going in and out, and I don't know if the, uh... Oh. Oh, I know why. My headset's leaning up against it, I think. Hold on. Hold on. I think it was after my headset unplugged. I think I have it up against the cord. Oh, I just started doing it recently. Recently? Okay. Um, Hold on. I don't know if it's hitting something and shorting out or what it's doing. How's it sound? Oh, uh, you're good. Better. Okay. Way better. It, it, it might have been hitting something and shorting out. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Better? Okay. But, yeah, um, the thing is fucking huge. Like, I'm trying to think of the, like, okay, the original Xbox One, like the launch model with the Kinect and how big that mm-hmm. is. It mm-hmm. is. It is about a third bigger than that. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Is but that both like, is that is that both models? Both models? Yeah, so okay. also wanted to touch on that. So also. Sony Sony's coming out, they're they're borrowing a um play from Microsoft book in where they are releasing a digital only model. Mm-hmm. Um and then they're doing the physical media model. Um I I'm fairly certain that the lack of disk drive is absolutely going to um create a disparity in, in weight between the two, but other than that, no, they appear to be the same dimensions. Okay, um, but what about, you think they're going to have a big, significant price difference? 
because that's what we have not Sony's been yet. super, yeah, they've been We've got fucking insanely quiet. Yeah. And like, and that's the thing. Know. I would consider the digital if the price difference was significant enough. I would, I would honestly, I'm not the collector. I mean, I know obviously yourself, Sayer, would probably be physical all the way. Me, if the price was significantly different and I knew that the digital releases were going to be either a little bit less in price or at this point, I know we're never going to get that. We're never going to get digital games as significant costs less than the physical ones. I understand that. But if the hardware was cheaper by a significant amount, I probably would go digital. I think I would. I I considered that. Uh-huh. But even then, just in the way that digital content and publishing has been curated and how it's like... I mean, dude, look at Crucible, yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah. I, I don't trust it. Also, in, in concern to preservation, I mean, if you're looking at retro disc media, where like we're seeing, especially with um, Sega formats, as far as CD and Saturn, and the fact that disc rot is very much uh, an, an unfortunate, um, a an unfortunate circumstance that will eventually plague and and doom all physical media to the point where there's got to be other ways to preserve mm-hmm. um, newer discs i mean from the seventh or sixth generation and up like like playstation i would even go back as far as playstation 2 and up they've all been built with a sturdier composition in in their 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 disc makeup to where mm-hmm. i especially once we hit blu-ray discs they, these things will last well into a, a century wow so good, good. i mean so when you see like limited run, strictly limited, super rare, and uh, these other uh, publishers give physical life to some of the more nuanced and niche games, games mm-hmm. that could very well disappear from any digital marketplace or or not get. Um, I I and I've I've never really dissected, and I'd love to revisit our digital versus physical episode that we I, I think we did that shit like nine years ago. Yeah, um, it'd be a different story now, I'm sure. I I yes, I really think that the licensing involved as well with um, maintaining and updating a game in a on a from a digital aspect versus a physical, mm-hmm. like um, paying for the distribution of patches to go live through. Like, I mean. Microsoft especially was like, God damn, were they, they very much a, a, a rope ringer of uh, not only the cost, but just like what was allowed and what was. But the biggest one, the biggest concern is the fact that the stock storage of a PlayStation 5, like I, I, I want to talk about like, or um, not necessarily talk about, but I, I really want to hear about what the expandable um capabilities are going to be storage wise but the fact that it's stock is one terabyte yeah and we have fucking games like call of duty just the newest uh iteration of it 200 gigs yeah to the point now, I'm like now oh, is, that, is, is that stock one terabyte ssd i believe so actually wow. and yeah exactly they're cheap they're not cheap no and like i don't even know like i mean at this point it's already expected like i don't know how many like iterations of uh expandable hard drives via seagate that you can Mm -hmm. expect i mean across the except for the switch which i understand i mean the switch is a completely different monster within itself but at least it like for as um ancient as like sd card media is oh fuck dude that's the one platform that i have not had to 
like stress over like yeah. I, I am not playing a a game of duck duck goose with in terms of my internal medium it's true you get a 64 gig ssd or a uh, 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 sd card it's like that's that's enough for me and i've got a shit ton of downloadable games yeah i have I believe I have 128, and yeah. like I have Animal Crossing, I have a bunch, and like everything's fluid. It works just yeah, fine. No issue. Fucking wild. An SD card is like a better fit for memory uh, oh, than some dude. of the current consoles. That's insane. Yeah, which is like even it kind of like, makes right, you wonder, like why? Why is that? Why is? I, I mean, because they like, like they're 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 widely underestimated as far as like the transmission. Mm-hmm. Uh, speed that's built into their tech. Like even then, um, there's a lot of new ODE um, options that have been introduced. Uh, just recently, Terra Onion finally released their mode, which Sarah is, I'm so happy, is finally fucking abdo- adopting uh, optical uh, emulation uh, method mm-hmm. and evolve. I mean, Terra Onion's done great by me as far as the uh, SSD3 uh, and the Neo SD, mm-hmm. but the fact that you can fit a majority of all of these libraries under uh, a terabyte and there are fucking one terabyte SD cards. Like SD cards have already reached that capacity. That's so, crazy. And they're working ultimately with some fairly limited resources. So fucking I expect more. And I know it's a cost saving procedure, but that's the thing that scares me. If that's what they're doing to save on cost, how much are we exactly looking at as far as the whole package? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that is the worry because, I mean, obviously they're going to lose money on the hardware sale, but they're not going to take a significant hit on that. So you got to imagine the price is going to have to reflect that somewhat. Um, I would hope that a digital version would cut out the cost because of lack of the disk drive and lack of a lot of the other things that would have to go into a physical uh, media. But still... Everything that's in there, the SSD, the um, and it's not proprietary. They're like sourcing out a lot of this stuff from. Uh, is it all Intel based? I believe or, or so. AMD? Which, which I don't think Sony has uh, done anything proprietary since not, the PlayStation Three. Exactly. Yeah, they learned their lesson there, for sure. Yeah. So and like it, I think it's definitely paid back in dividends with the PlayStation Four. So it's sure. very, very relieving to see that like the. Uh, the five is currently working with um, with some outside hands in that pot. But um, what I'm concerned about, and I don't know, it's something so small too. Because like, did you also see the case reveal for the uh, what the uh, case format the, is going to look for like? the games? Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Which I I look at it as maybe if it's more of a practical means. I mean, you already have like we were already looking at less and less plastic for cases. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why Why invest in an entirely new um, physical uh, model for the cases if you can repurpose, like, PlayStation 4 cases? I mean, from an environmental standpoint, it makes sense. But, like, man, oh, man, does it just not it, – it, it almost, like, I know it's it's something that seems so minuscule, but – It just seemed like concept art, and I was like, oh, that's actually it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's it? Oh. Okay. I, it it almost makes me feel like, man, is is physical media really going to be that low of a priority to Sony? Yeah. Because also, I I think so. I think for all the consoles. Yeah, I mean, even then, um, it it's it's really like, I don't want to say boutique because I think at this point, like 
limited run and all of them have really evolved beyond boutique but like mm -hmm. it it's weird that this was initially a conversation that happened years upon years ago with the uh in the middle of the last generation mm -hmm. and then much in the way that we've seen a renaissance of uh older media platforms to the point where like we're even seeing um we're even seeing older D-Manx getting re-released through emulation. So, like, I don't know. I forgot to tell you this. Um, that Namco collection for the Switch mm -hmm. that has the D-Mank of uh, Pac-Man Championship, mm -hmm. that's an actual NES game. They developed that with NES mappers and everything, so much so that uh, someone was able to extract the ROM, and I put it in my EverDrive flashcard, and I'm playing it on my actual Nintendo. I just got that collection on Switch, like, not even that long ago. I'll have to look into that. I didn't know that was even a... Yeah, there's a there's a demake huh. of Pac-Man, and like you would think that it's just like, um, like bespoke um eight bit uh assets that like are are wholly unique within mm -hmm. its development. No, it's all it's all under NES architecture. So much wow. so when people are just like, they can't, and then they they data mine the fuck out of the game, grab the ROM, and like I'm gonna do it, yep, and they yep. got it to work. Yeah, yeah you can going. get it to work in your NES Classic. You can get it to work in your fucking um. So I'm I'm fairly certain like that there's some repro carts of it already out there in the secondhand market, but I was yeah. pleasantly surprised to play it on my um on my flash cart. Nice. But the point I was trying to address with that is that um I very much think that with all of these aspects still being maintained and curated that like ten years ago we thought that digital was gonna be the the thing and the thing only to like take over mm -hmm. and it, it's not like and yeah i think now everyone knows that physical has a place you know i i think it's not a priority for the people that make it like you said mm -hmm. but i think there's still a fan base i think there's still a culture there's a community that will still support it so yeah i don't, I don't see it going anywhere i just see it's going to be harder to uh get those kinds of things or to accommodate those people that do want that primarily absolutely yeah um I I will go ahead and say that I was pleasantly surprised with the uh, launch list that was teased for okay. um, the PlayStation Five. So I, I will say Ratchet looked really cool. Like, Ratchet. I, I, I I know that's just like a tech demo that's just showing off the tech that they have, but it looked mm -hmm. like I, I would probably play that. That looks fun. I mean, so okay, so we have Spider Man Miles Morales, mm -hmm. which. Um, Again, we have already uh, spoke at length about we have the uh, Horizons Forbidden Lands um, I sequel. I still have to play the first one. It's really good. I know. I still need to play it. I And you know what's funny? Maybe, maybe, it, maybe that I'll That game exists that in such a weird... Because, like, I, I always forget just how new that game is because, like, I actually pulled it out to replay it. And then I looked at the back of the case and I'm just like, uh, PlayStation 4 Pro Enhance HDR. I'm like, What? I felt like this game released closer to launch. Yeah, I, no, I could have was... like sworn that it did. I would say and it came I... out. It came out what 2017? twenty seventeen. Twenty was it twenty seventeen? Yeah, I think it was. Which I'm I like, was. was the yeah. PlayStation Four Pro around in twenty seventeen? Yes, yes. I got mine what in twenty sixteen. End of twenty sixteen is when I got mine. Really? Yes. God damn! Yep. I just didn't realize how late to the party I was, but um, yeah. Uh, I so I was excited. I I just recently. Um, I got back into God of War because really, like, fuck, I really need to finish this game. And I Jesus Christ, play that too. <laughs> I started um, that and never finished it. I had just 
absolutely no idea just how gorgeous that fucking game looked in in HDR 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and and again, don't want to completely side rail, but yeah, um, a lot of it also. While we're seeing a lot of, um, I know what the Demon Souls re- remake was a thing that got announced. Yes, yeah, that one. Um, there was um, also a lot of uh cross-platform and that's the thing that like i I mean we've also released an exclusive episode on this when there were some uh bleeding between the uh previous generation into um the the dawn of the new Mm -hmm. um i think now more than ever it's gonna be like in 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 the same regard that the series uh well i'm sorry the one x Mm-hmm. And the pro are just marginal improvements and enhancements to the uh, base. I I almost feel like uh, we're gonna enter it, like just from like again looking at the specs and looking at uh, just a lot of the software. I feel like we're now entering that really weird phase in hardware again, where it's going to be like I I almost want to call it the the Wii U phase of oh. of hardware to where. I mean, but do you understand what I mean by that? To where there's there's nominally marginal improvements, yet even more so to the point where, like, there I don't feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, wholly unique software that fully flesh out or take advantage of this new hardware for time to come. Yes, I I, I think we're at the ceiling or pretty close to it at this point. There's not much more room to really advance. You know, maybe, maybe like the load times will be something they can really kind of, you know, uh, make less of an issue. But yeah, I mean, from a graphical standpoint or a gameplay standpoint, there's not much innovation you can really like squeeze out of it at this point. I was, I don't know, I was just a little, I was a little remiss to like see what was are launching. Kind of un- are you kind of underwhelmed? A little bit, only for the the launch lineup, just because okay. as far as the exclusives. Like there's there's tons of exclusives that are later down the line, but like really we just have Spider Man in um, Horizons, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the Demon Souls Remaster, which mm-hmm. I uh, it, even again it wasn't very clear as to whether or not from software was going to keep that um, exclusive to PlayStation sure. Five. Sure. Um, but a lot it, of it's just same thing. Why like, they could do like a, a Ninja Blade remake and maybe just keep that as an X. It was Xbox. Did Ninja Play exclusively come out on Xbox? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm saying. There you go. Demon's well, Souls on Xbox PS. is uh, Xbox is going all in with Ninja Theory. Like we already have a Hellblade sequel that's going to yes, be exclusive. Yes, we do. Yes, I can't wait for that. Right. Which, um, I'm trying to think of some other. I mean, we've got Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. but again. I know we're going to have a lot more um, hands-on time for the Series X, but as far as the PlayStation 5, mm-hmm. um, I'm not, I don't want to say that it's it's far too early to tell that, like, to really make, like, a, a concrete impression of it, but thus far, um, we've really just seen demonstrations that, that only appear to be ma- marginal, and just like the PlayStation 4 Pro, I do not believe we're at a... Uh, space in in the general market in the general public to where we have the proper displays or um mm-hmm. i but, i would say the accessibility to really flesh out or, yeah. or really 
it's it's again it's that weird face just like when i mean if you recall back to like the launch of the playstation 3 the 360 and the wii i mean this is when we were transitioning from standard definition to high definition mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so much so to the point where i mean the 360 and the playstation 3 were operating and could operate at a standard definition output of 40p before later getting enhanced uh um, they, I believe they stock were 720, but then later, I mean, 1080 uh, became available. But so much so that like games that were designed with that that for that forethought, like Dead Rising, for example, um, didn't have the avenue to properly demonstrate and and work within that because of the limitations of the fact that it commanded uh such a a high-end display like to the point where you couldn't even fucking you can't even at 40p you can't read anything that's going on in that game (laughs) yeah yeah um and also the one thing that succeeded more than anything else before the general market was able to catch up from a technological standpoint was the wii because the wii didn't depend nope on so it's it's I feel like history is almost repeating itself and that's why like when people are kind of just shitting on Nintendo for being very lazy off air and just like we got a new Paper Mario I mean where's Metro Prime fucking I don't know Bakugan <laughs> like fucking mm-hmm. I mean I they they have every reason to like they have absolutely command uh, commanded the mind share like even then the highest selling hardware especially now like in a in a time where we are confined to be in the home mm-hmm. the one system that is not dependent on you being confined in the home is still is the one is selling better than the mm-hmm. one you know what i mean yeah i and, and, i really i really think that like it, it's going to be a repeat of where sony and microsoft kind of lack that that foresight um because there's another thing that I think that Sony really did well, and like I'm very surprised that I'm not seeing mention of, but I think it's because it's not, it hasn't fully penetrated the general market, and that's VR. How? Yes. yes. What is, what is the integration with the PS5? And I think, I, I mean, if at all, same, I mean, is it even going to? Have they even confirmed that if it's going to have VR? No, there's been no oh, mention of it. But Microsoft wow. has already confirmed that the Connect, there will be no Gone. Connect, yep. like integration or compatibility whatsoever. Yeah, which I mean is a bummer because even is. if you didn't use it for the Connect games, which there are, there are definitely I, mm-hmm. I can see here and talk about those. Um, just the interface advantages that it offered. There were some people I know, like on Twitter especially, that were kind of lamenting the fact that Connect was going because they used it for the voice activated features. I mean, yeah. just yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, just some like. As stupid as you might think it would be, like that, I can't carry over Fruit Ninja Two or or Fru. There's a lot of, the, especially in the indie space, like Fru. There's a lot of cool games that like mm-hmm. still made use of the Connect. That like, and I don't know. We can. That's another tangent we can get into in a. Ho- in a hopefully, we have an episode about Xbox specifically once they ever announce price and release and everything else. I don't know. I honestly, at this point, don't know if I'll early adopt either. I think I'm going to weigh it out this time. I usually get both at launch, uh, and then I made the decision this year I was going to buy one or the other at launch um, just because, you know, hey, I mean, we're in a pandemic. Money's not where it needs to be. You know, I need to kind of allocate resources, and I thought, okay, I'll get one system. Now I'm not sure if I'm going to get any of them, (laughs) honestly. 
I, I think I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm fine with what I have now. I've got a library of games I need to play through still. I might just wait it out this time. I'm kind of right there too, but mm-hmm. like I have that, I have that shitty FOMO where, and I, I know. Yeah. I, and that's, that's the way I am too, for sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can, I can only hope, but, um, but anyway, um, I mean, aside from the PlayStation 5, I think the last thing I want to, like, talk about it before we go, um, what are your thoughts on the controller? I mean, I have not seen much on it. It kind of just reminded me of that really awful, like, uh, concept the art boomerang? of, like, the boomerang. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I just don't really have much... Yeah, I, I think with Xbox, I'm assuming Xbox is keeping the same layout, right? They're not changing yeah. that or deviating from I that. I mean... They implied as much. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it it, it sounded we... like they were because they said the Elite Two controller was going to be compatible with the uh, Series X. So I oh, have yeah, to yeah, almost yeah, think right, that they would. Right. Um, no, I mean I, I could take it or leave it. I don't like the white. I mean, we've honestly had a lot of history with white consoles and white controllers getting just fucking decimated in the past. I, so. Yeah, to the point where like Retro Bright is now a thing. What's Retro Bright? Retro Bright is a chemical compound that uh, can Brilliant. be used to. Yep. Wash uh, like yellow Super NESs or Dreamcasts. Perfect. Yeah. Whoever patented that, smart. <laughs> Very. It smart. works. Yeah. It like if you just it's basically wash your console shells over it and then leave it in the sun, and then the radiation from the sun will. I like... I would do that. I have an old school Xbox 360 fight stick that's been kind of discoloring on the white bezels. Yeah. I you can I do 100%, that. I hundred percent might do that. That that would be perfect. I would absolutely look into it. I'll see if I can find something for show notes, but yeah, it's please. a process. Like I, I don't know. I had, um, I ended up just replacing my dreamcast. I felt like that was easier. And then like, I also, I, so I have the two, I have the GDMU and then I have the all out modded dreamcast that I just ended up getting the green console shell for. Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. ended up doing that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, that controller is very odd in the fact that like, um, I feel like in terms of controller design for ergonomics and response, like, I mean, hands down, the PlayStation 4 controller is probably my favorite controller in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's very, everything feels very intuitive and responsive in in a variety. Like, even then, like, the one thing that I didn't think I would um, be super... Yeah, yes. Like, dude, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fucking know. talk about some game know. where like I didn't think I could play guitar as. as okay, like, that's true. Yeah, that is yeah, true. It, I love that fucking thing. Dude. Okay, that's true. Um, so I can if, I don't know. Yeah, I just remember when the PS4 first came out, how gimmicky that touchpad was with Killzone, you know, and just like. Cause didn't you have to, like flick on the touchpad to do grenades and shit like that? Yeah, yeah, like just really. I mean, I'll stuff. I'll take that over uh, six axes any day. Oh Christ, yeah, that's true. That's fair. <laughs> I'm still what I'm still waiting for though, because we talked about the PlayStation TV and like mm-hmm. if um, Blue Spot doesn't beat us to it and just do a full fledged proper console remaster for Uncharted. Um, yeah, I mm-hmm. I am waiting for that PlayStation Four controller hack. Yeah. So that way it can. So essentially, it with the whitelist hack, you can play Uncharted on your TV. But the mm-hmm. moment you get to an area where you have to use your machete, mm-hmm. you you can't move forward. Yeah. So if they can get a proper hack that will uh, register and recognize like the touch applications of a PlayStation Four controller, 
and use all the gimmicky touch stuff on the touch pad of a PlayStation 4 controller, voila, boom. Done, yeah. In fact, in fact, you know, ideally, again, if it can just be released for the PlayStation Network for PS4 and just be remastered because then we can have all seven fucking Uncharted's on on the same, like, like pull a Yakuza, dude. Like, recognize one of your, your top franchises. Yes, I don't and know. have everything available. Yeah, I agree. It's... The I I know Sony won't though because there's one thing attached to it that makes it just abandoned like anything else and that's that has the Vita name, which I and again I it's gonna be really weird to talk about that with the upcoming Games Club like there's mm-hmm. fuck there's there's so much appeal back there as well but um yeah the controller is a little larger uh mm-hmm. as far as both layout for buttons and the D pad um mm-hmm. the the D pad itself it's not as um. From what I can just gather from visual impression, it's not as concave, and it's it definitely looks heavier. I, until I could hold one, it's it's just it's weirdly bigger, which is it's just funny to me to because I like uh, Sony has never had a history of like operating on anything big, like they've always been very like sleek and concise. So I again I'm excited to see a little bit more of it. I haven't seen the um. The Jeff Keighley, like, handsy model, but, like, <laughs> or, I'm sorry, trailer. Um, That's what I'm coming for. Yeah, I, I might show note that as well. I mean. Sure. Hey, anytime we can Je- get him Jeff in Ke- the mix, I'm yeah, okay Yeah, exactly. Any, any more handouts we can give to Keighley, by all means. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. So, I think uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about some of the other news before we go ahead and uh, close out the show. Um, more for the, uh, there's a lot of retro news that I want to cover, um, cause we mentioned the Neo Geo Pocket before. Pocket Selection is a new series of re-released Neo Geo Pocket Color games for the Switch. Uh, they already went ahead and uh, released it for uh, SNK's Gal Fighters and um, I believe Samurai Showdown 2 and King of Fighters. But I think too, uh, wasn't it just only if you had pre-ordered Samurai Showdown, the newest release? No, now it's going to for... get its individual release. So you can get, get it just without having to have yes. gotten... Really? I didn't know yes. that. Well, shit, I need to go buy that then. Yeah, so shit. it's not out yet, oh, okay. but it's it yet. will be in the eShop. But right now, the only thing that is on uh, as of now is Gal Fighters. But okay. um, the only one that they have announced uh, on the docket other than that is also King of Fighters, mm-hmm. which, I mean, there's a lot of there's because... a lot of potential there for, like... Yeah, but those games that have been coming out on Switch thus far have just been hamster releases. Is that true? No. No. They've been directly released through SNK. Oh, I didn't know it's, that. It's okay. a part it's so it's a part of their branded Neo Geo Pocket Color selection line. Okay. So um I definitely uh subscribe to that just so that way I can get some more news. But hopefully, um there can be there are a lot of choice sizes we mentioned, um Cards Clash, uh which 
Uh, SNK did a really unique uh, Pokemon formula. They had the Capcom version and then the SNK version, uh, each with exclusive cards and mm-hmm. boosters that you would only get within their respective uh, versions that you can then exchange and trade. Uh, oh, I, that's perfect. I think exactly, but mm-hmm. in a in a format like the Switch, where you can still do that both on an online and just on the go through local play. Mm-hmm. would absolutely be brilliant. But even mm-hmm. then, there's a lot of other, like, uh, Metal Slug first mission and second mission were, like, brilliant uh, renditions of the Metal Slug formula um, for the Neo Geo Pocket. And then some of the, I mean, King of Fighters is good. Um, Gal Fighters is actually one of the more unique um, fighting games for the platform, but one that, like, I think doesn't get, should get more love there than it actually does on its console counterpart is uh the last blade the last blade is i mean i mean people gush over that fucking game and like i'm not the biggest fan because i feel like it's just it's it's no garo but it's just weeb samurai showdown but like on a (laughs) on a whole different level Mm -hmm. um but on on the neo geo pocket color it's like incredibly responsive um and there's some other stuff too that like i hope um if sega were to get on board if they if snk like did right by and and sega has been really good about like and and we'll talk about that they i say that with bated breath because we'll get to sega in a bit Mm -hmm. but um just with the uh, Neo Geo Pocket Adventure uh, version of Sonic, Sonic Adventure, mm-hmm. uh, as well as also Garu, Mark of the Wolves, and then kind of reintroducing or re-emulating the Dreamcast link cable uh, functionality that the Neo Geo Pocket Color did have with the Dreamcast, which people tend to forget. I didn't people know for- that was even a thing. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. wild. The GBA uh, linking to GameCube was not the first of its kind. Oh, That wow. was... That would and yeah, you can uh, get a lot more out of Sonic Adventure too if you had linked uh, Sonic. And then there was I I forget what what the benefit was in in Neo Geo Sonic, but mm-hmm. um, that the Pocket Color was an incredibly impressive machine. Um, I I I love the way too just from Gal Fighters that it's represented within its native scale. Um, it's a little distracting the fact that like the body of the pocket console is a part of the UI that mm-hmm. like takes place on the screen, but immersion. I yeah, but I, I nonetheless I'm very uh, excited towards that. But also, um, as I mentioned earlier, Woozle, who has been working within the retro community and offered the GBA consoleizer, which is at this point aside from um the Swiss application through the GBA player uh, on a GameCube, if outfitted properly with RGB output via component cable or SCART, uh, is now the definitive way, or I would say the, definitely the least, like, cumbersome way, because of all the various cables and scalers that you'd have to use uh, to play GBA and Game Boy games, because um, a lot of people don't realize this, and like that's why it's made like my attempts to get my fucking consoleized game gear on my CRT a shit show. But while all retro systems are analog in in output and design, portable consoles are digital because they're transmitting to their own screen that's not meant to comply with the signals of a consumer television. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So they're perfect for what's now been widely adopted as a standard format of digital TV, which being the flat screen. So yep. um, he is going to um, get that situated for uh, Neo Geo Pocket Color uh, via, as of this moment, for what he uh, mentioned, VGA. It's going to output stock uh, 720, uh, but VGA is one of the more accessible uh, formats to... Uh, convert to HDMI. It's not going to do native HDMI, unfortunately, just because uh, that would add more cost to it. I, I, he barely got away with it with a Game Boy Advance, so uh, it's a bit of a bummer because I, I, I don't know. And not only that, I'm waiting for if he can do that with the Game Gear because right now the Game Gear just has the McWill, the Game Gear, and the Atari Lynx. Um, that would make things definitely easier, so I wouldn't have to worry about these fucking VGA adapters that require their own power supply and require a stable. Yeah, like locked great. in connection, it's not. But mm-hmm. um, I'm really excited for that, just because again, um, where we're depending on SNK for the Neo Geo Pocket uh, selection um, to introduce only a handful of games. I mean, getting a flash cart or just your original carts and being able to play on the TV right there and then it's gonna be neat. Yeah. Um, the controller option is I'm also not a fan of. It's gonna use a uh, a D9, so that's primarily for a Sega Genesis controller, mm-hmm. which personally I would I would love it just for authenticity's sake and, and just because it can work with the same clicky fucking analog stick if you can find a way. I want a Geo CD controller to work on it. But you, I forget that I don't have a pocket color anymore. I need to get one, but mm-hmm. they're they're thick, but they're small. So they're like big-ass beepers. Like, I like love it. Perfect. Just clip right there on your belt, man. Let's, you could. Yeah. You absolutely, absolutely could. Absolutely. Uh, another uh, one that he's working on that he's also shown some progress on, but like I've only seen the progress on the top screen is the DS, which the DS is in desperate need sure. of a capture situation to where people can play it on the TV because there there was a company that was doing it for a bit, and I I really wish I fucking jumped on it before they like I I, I the Yakuza got to them. I don't fucking know, <laughs> man. But like they disappeared. Yeah. Um. Do you remember Katsukiri? Nope. I don't. So Katsukiri, uh, it was right when the Wii U launched, they offered capture cards that would hardwire and allow you to output from your 3DS uh, HDMI out. They did it for the Vita, uh, 3DS, and for your Wii U gamepad. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I really good. wish I jumped on all of that, but I did it. And, like, they they readily offered it. I believe uh, My Life in Gaming, they barely secured some of theirs, and they only were able to do so because they actually traveled to Japan. <laughs> um, and it was like literally two months after they were able to get theirs done, they closed up shop and it completely disappeared off the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. So it, it would definitely fill a gap because the only way people are capturing right now is through this really weird and very unstable Wi-Fi capture card setup that Ooh. like can only, um, yeah, and that go that works through like a shitty USB dongle through your PC, so you can't even natively play it on a TV. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know. I don't know exactly how they're going to go about it. I mean, people have been kind of working around it with emulation, but it would be, again, really But nice also, to... having to deal with the two screens is going to be an issue, too. I mean, I mean it's, it's like twice the work, I would think. I, I imagine what will happen is uh, if they if they do, if he combines it into one single output and he just um, he essentially just puts a, a smaller a scale on the, on the bottom screen and a, a larger scale on the upper screen, much like a 3D. That's the thing, too. 
this is not for the 3DS. He's doing this with the original DS. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a bummer within itself. But I imagine there's there's a whole different yoga involved with the 3DS. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's that. So um, definitely follow Woozle on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, for more updates. Um, he's already been teasing it, so I'm really excited. And I, I mean, next year, it, the pandemic be damned. Um, analog coming out with the analog pocket. They're gonna have their digital converter and I also their cash, yeah. yeah, their cartridge adapter. So that you might not even need to concern yourself. But this is gonna be definitely a new, exciting realm to cross over to, um, retro-wise. Uh, last thing I kind of want to talk about, just because, like, I mean, it's exciting to see Skate Four. It's exciting to see Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remastered. All you had to say was Skate Four, man. Like I, I, I always knew, I always knew it was gonna happen. I mean, it, it sucks that we just got confirmation that it's happening and that was it, but still, it's something. It at least is like, you know, the people that listen to the Giant Bomb cast, they they have finally spoken. Their voices have been heard, and now now we now we have Skate 4. Um, we also have uh, more more to see on uh, Cyberpunk 2027, which I kind of want to, like, again, save for another show because I, I haven't gotten the chance to fully analyze it yet, but mm-hmm. I am color me intrigued. Uh, and then we finally we got Crash Bandicoot Four, which I mean I'm I'm happy to see that there's there's something there done. But um, sure, I mean those remasters sold so well. Like I'm I'm happy that that is kind of the the direction it's going in. Like it shows there's still a market for that. Um, is it still the same guys that were doing Skylanders that are now doing Crash? Yeah, Toys for Bob. Gotcha. Okay, so at least they're still doing something. I mean I'm sad we're not getting Skylander stuff anymore. Uh, that the toys. I don't. Life I think I think is... Toys of Life has died. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. And yeah, it's then, like, and gone. even then, like, if it wasn't gone or something was in the works for it, COVID nineteen has absolutely wiped it out completely. Yeah. Wiped, but hey, we got we got risk. new amiibos coming out. <laughs> yeah. I, and even then, those have become a challenge to get. It's a stretch. I've not bought a new amiibo in. I got the shovel knight pack. Yeah, and I mean, I it, saw... it's been almost a year. I mean, I would say before, like, well, maybe not that long, but it's been a while since new ones had come out, and they just announced Joker and Hero from Dragon Quest are coming out, um, and that's not even until October. Yeah, so. I, I wanted to get... I saw King Cruel, like, actually mm-hmm. just a couple days ago, and I'm like, fuck, dude, I, I haven't seen this one at all in the wild. It's it's just weird now. It's become its own little niche thing. Um, yeah. And, and, like, also me just finding the room for it but the last two things i wanted to talk about before we yes. go ahead and wrap up the episode uh for sega's 60th they uh they definitely tease something really exciting and then they kind of just shit the bed in my opinion with one sarah's all about it so i'm sure he i'm wondering gonna, which like, one you're excited about which one you're upset about oh it should be very go, obvious i don't know man it could go either way Very excited about the Asher City Mini Candy Cab. I can care what? less. I can care what? less. Why? How? I don't know, man. I just I was so like just. Did you have you seen the controller? No, the controller I have not. looks amazing. Okay, okay, maybe now. Now is it a stick layout? No the controller. Okay, no, it's D pad. 
D-pad with six-button layout. It actually looks like a perfect fighting game. Controller. I would say just give me a arcade one-up replica of an Astro City cab. No. Then we're talking. Hard I, no. I can't do the mini. And it's the thing. That's why I haven't bought a Neo Geo mini console. Because of well, the, ar- the, the mini little arcade cab like, don't bullshit. Do don't, do, don't, do, don't do that. You should get the stick. The stick fixes yes, everything. Yes, that is true. And, and I've heard a lot of good things about the stick. And there's, I already, there's actually a new hack that's actually come out now where you can yeah. get the entire library and it's fully functional. You can even get yep. some of the homebrews like Diggerman. Um, yep. Um, on Facebook, I follow Retro Arcade Stick Collective and mm-hmm. they've been talking a lot about the mods and the things they can do with that stick, um, which is case in point for me. Just give me an Astro City stick that does it. No, I I, 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 can't, I, okay. I can't get behind it, man. I'm just like, no. I'm not. I can because M2 is involved. I okay. know M2 kind of dropped the ball with, in my opinion, and, and I actually have a review coming out. I TurboGrafx-16 Mini review will be out this week uh, along with The Last of Us, and I have uh-huh. um, some late-to-the-party features that I'm going to address with Final Fantasy VII. But anyway, um, there's going to be a lot of arcade games that have yet to get the full full-fledged home release one of them that they've already released uh is uh golden axe revenge of death adder which is sorely needed a a home version for some mm-hmm. time it's easily regarded as one of the best beat-em-ups of all time um and even then there are so many games and pr- like very much in the realm where um all these mini consoles have had third-party support mm-hmm. there are a lot of first-party applications for all you know uh, Sega could strike a, a a working relationship with Cave, and we might get a Dodonpachi or. Well, if that happens, then maybe I'll change my tune. Yeah, for sure. Thirty six games, Andrew, and okay. uh, like there is a lot of Sega, dude. Like I'm gonna be super stoked for the Super Scalers. I would love uh, a, a console, or I'm sorry, an arcade perfect Galaxy Fight Two or. Uh, fucking. I mean, there's only so many times I can play Space Harrier, especially the Akaza. But. Yeah. Like just getting down on some fucking like again like Sega Naomi and the, and the, the, the Virtua games are on there yeah 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 but yeah, even sorry. then there's a lot of Naomi games that did work uh within Astro City Candy Cabs like there's I, I'm I'm not kidding you dude like there there's over forty arcade titles from Sega alone that have never seen a home release of any capacity that could absolutely benefit from that and hopefully if it does well. It can only encourage more. And if the hardware works well for it, it's going to be an excellent alternative for emulation uh, that hopefully will trump that of the pie. Um, the thing that I think is poo-poo shitty fucking <laughs> stupid is the Game Gear Micro. Uh-huh. Holy shit, that, that is dumb. Yeah. It is like... And and they're and they're like different versions with different games on it. So you four. have to buy multiple versions to get the All games four. that you... Oh, fuck. There's four games to four different versions, and some of them are like I don't even and and plus I don't know how Sega's gonna handle. Um, I believe like uh, like Last Bible I think is one of them in in the the RPG flavored one. Mm-hmm. Um, that I don't even think it had a, a a North American release. It's a really good RPG, um, but I don't know like if they're gonna like it's it, it would just be weird, and it's not even a Sega game; it's an Atlas game. Um, okay. correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but like, I, 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 that is not, I don't know. It, it was, it was just definitely way out of left field. Uh, the ergonomics aside and the fact that the screen looks dangerously tiny. I mean, I, yeah. I think 
it, it's just it's weird because the the demographic and audience for it would be someone like you and I, you in in terms of just curiosity and just seeing, yes. but like it would not be representative of, of what? like what the yeah. game. Yeah, sure, and sure. Then, and then if it is for a younger audience, who the like, fuck knows about Game Gear? <laughs> like, exactly. <no one's, laughs> yeah, I just I don't know, man. I'm I'm really bummed. Do you think they did it in response to maybe getting out of the gate before Nintendo came out with like a mini of, of a I portable, f- which I don't think they would have any intentions of ever doing because they sell their portables now still. Right, which I think what Nintendo would do and which would be really smart because, okay, it's it makes sense to do like boutique mini miniaturized versions of the SNES and the NES. Yes. And I can even see them doing it the Nintendo 64. Yeah, but not a port. Yeah. yeah. If they wanted to do something, you should do exactly what SNK is doing, where like they just add it to their the uh online network. Mm-hmm. They're already doing that with other SNES games that haven't made it to the console uh the classic. So it would make way more sense for them to do that. And they can absolutely do it even in, under the guise of like, oh, here's a Super Game Boy application now. Like you can, you can do it within the framework of the Super NES or, mm-hmm. uh, just release it as its own thing. So, um, and I believe Nintendo has already kind of done that and, and seen what they've done just through the 3DS. But at the same time, like I mentioned, uh, like, dude, WayForward in collaboration with Limited Run Games is doing a reproduction cart of fucking Shantae. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, which I'm like, dude, so who knows? The sky's the limit. Maybe if Nintendo sees that, like, there's a there's a demand for something like that, they might. But yeah, I, this is fucking weird. Just because there was a lot of speculation that it was actually going to be a Saturn Mini, which makes a lot of sense. That's the Sega me, Saturn. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'll take it, that. It's the 25th anniversary of the Sega Saturn. I'm mm-hmm. currently still putting together my multi-chapter uh, editorial of of my of me looking back at the 25 years of the Sega Saturn. And to me, out of any other opportunity to really celebrate and cash in on the Renaissance, because like it's 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 seeing a resurgence. It's in mm-hmm. it's in the same way that where I feel like. I wouldn't say vinyl failed, but vinyl like came and went, and now it's it's come back really strong. I mean, the Sega Saturn is almost seeing more of a celebration than the Genesis, the Saturn and the Dreamcast are especially, mm-hmm. and to the point where like Terry Onions got their optical drive. There, there, it used to go to the point where like we would never see uh, a lot of Sega Saturn re-releases. Like everybody wants Panzerdragoon, Panzerdragoon, to the point where we did get a remaster version of Panzerdragoon. Uh, we got a remaster, well, not a remaster, but a, a, a sequel to Knights. We now have three different optical drive emulators within the retro community, uh, with the newest one being Mode. A uh, friend of the show, James Milky, I'm actually trying to help him, like, kind of get something squared away, and he we're, we're leaning towards Mode. So is uh, Sarah. Uh, it would, and you and you also build up the anniversary of Sega with what was essentially your official mascot for the Saturn, Sagata Senshiro. Mm-hmm. To the point where you're, like, doing these, like, really neat and quirky uh, videos with, like, Sanshiro Jr. Like, but the Game Gear is what you're propping? Like, I, it felt like a real bait and switch that was a real bummer. Yeah, that's... I mean, there's still time. We can still there, get it, hopefully. I don't... Yeah, I mean, it has a timetable for September. So does... This holiday is going to be so fucked up. Bad. Because we have... We we have the Series X, we have the PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. we have the Astro City Cab Mini, we have the Game Gear Micro, we have the Polymega, we have the Intellivision Amico, 
and we have the Atari VCS. Goddamn. All within the same, like, it's going to be so point, it's going to be to the point where, like, everything is so crowded that, like, I and I think they're all hedging on this, that there's going to automatically be some sort of interest shared. Like, it's weird, because, like, Polymega was supposed to release this month, mm-hmm. and I think they would have had a lot of mindshare to do it. But, but with stock and supply and... And COVID. Yeah, sure, you can't. Like, there's, I, it's not available. I mean, they're not directly competing at all with the next-gen hardware, but it's in the since same space, Walmart's... Though. Exactly, and Walmart's going to carry it. Oh. So imagine... Yeah, exactly. That's so imagine They were able to strike a deal. Walmart's carrying it globally. So imagine, like, going and trying to find something, be like, but we have this, and if you have some Nintendo tapes laying around... Here you go. You can Nintendo plug it in on your <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I love it. Um, everything's upsell. Nintendo Good tapes, upsell. old people. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got some of them. Sega. That's Nintendo, right? Yeah, it does it all. It is. Fucking yep, you nailed here. it. Got it. <laughs> so anyway, I I'll be curious to see that. But yeah, it, it, it's that was our quote unquote unofficial E3. We're gonna see what fucking Microsoft has. Yes. Um, down the dock. But I think uh, I think it's time for episode end. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. You have listened to uh, episode 125 of Press Pods Radio. We miss Sarah. Um, he's not going to be with us for the Games Club either, but we're going to have uh, Liana and Matt Rupert of uh, Prima Games and Do Not Feed the Gamers uh, uh, making a guest appearance so we can talk at length about Sony's and Naughty Dog's the last of us part two uh, it's going to be our first games club i think since the wolf among us which has been wow. a good long long time. time yeah a long while for sure yeah so um you guys should definitely anybody that's been itching to kind of like listen to spoilers and kind of like get in on a conversation uh that will very much be coming out very soon we're recording tomorrow and we're going to have these episodes kind of back to back with one another um we're also currently, um, I know we've been planning video content for some time, but I just personally was able to get the investment I needed for, uh, I decided to go with the FrameMeister and DVDO uh, VP uh, iScan along with the FrameMeister, uh, as well as I'm going to go with Aver Media. And uh, I have some stuff planned. Um, we have uh, some features uh, that we like to call Arcade. Uh, uh, spelled O-U-R-C-A-D-E where me and Val uh, we're going to go ahead and play through uh, the original and respective remastered versions of the same game at the same time and kind of just share and compare notes uh, while that's happening Um, and I'd love to go ahead and get that going Um, also definitely will be excited to capture HD uh, R, which is funny. We were supposed to talk about fucking Mixer, but just like yeah. how it came and went. Well, I was um, like, just, just like Mixer, everyone kind of forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, the one thing it did, there. hey, the one thing it did do is what it did allow for native HDR capture. So I'm kind of, I'm currently still looking for a um, alternative because I don't think uh, Twitch offers that. Doubt it. Yeah, not that yeah. more of. Just 2160p 4K, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still needing, uh, still needing to get that sorted out. Anyway, um, uh, aside from that, we've got some, yeah. So we've got those streams planned and uh, some videos that I, I'd like to get planned. Um, I am 
kind of tossing around the idea of doing an extra life this year with uh, Last of Us and Last of Us Part 2, including Left Behind, Back to Back, which, because of how long all of those fucking games are, I think would absolutely pad the length of 24 hours. So Jesus, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how like how how good it's gonna be to my soul, but uh, <laughs> no, dude, you you need a fucking break after that. Yeah, yeah, but hmm. I it is something. So please, by all means, if that sounds interesting to you, to by any uh, stretch, reach out to us. Um, and then aside from that, uh, again, we've got some reviews. Uh, you should check out the latest review from Andrew right now that he's got published on the site. Sarah's also got some new bullet heavens that he's uh, yeah. currently working on. And also to, 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 to plug Sarah, since he's not here to plug himself, I will say his new album is currently uh, able to be pre-ordered through Bandcamp. So if you want to go support that and you want to get that music lined up for, I think it's a fall release for his new album. That's going to yeah. be out in the fall. He's taking pre-orders now in Bandcamp, so I highly recommend doing that. And also, go to his Patreon. Definitely support him on Patreon. I would highly recommend that. A lot of good content, a lot of exclusive music that he'll release only to Patreon members. Uh, you get first dibs on the new stuff he's posting, so would highly recommend that as well. He's been streaming right now, so I, yes. I don't know what exactly he's been doing. I'm going to, like, literally after we Just jump right sign in, off yeah. from here, I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, gonna go ahead and walk right in he uh you just recently got me to check out uh harmful park which man i did not expect that game to be as fun as it was but i'm excited to talk about what's in your console because oh dude um i finally got my msx going and man am i angry that we never got that over here mm-hmm. like i i think i have a new favorite way to play old contra i i think the nes version of contra is shit now oh damn i just Shots i fired. love msx contra it's okay. like it's stupid like it's it's not as full-fledged as like the nes version but i feel like i don't know i i'll have more refined thoughts uh to share um but yeah definitely um keep an eye out on the youtube and twitch for press pause radio but also um lots of editorial coming and we've got some features that uh i definitely want to share we're also um cooking up a versus and a collaboration um that i'd like to hopefully get out soon and then finally um we keep talking about it, but I really want to get it going. Um, definitely want to see if we can get a house show episode. I mean, Andrew's already recorded a pilot um, mm-hmm. that, I mean, if we can get the other assets that we need, we can publish alongside like another episode, but um, definitely want to go ahead and get that started as well. But yeah, with that being said, man, it was really nice to like kind of hop in break the silence and uh, yeah catch up with everyone hope everyone's doing well be safe out there you know whatever it is you're doing if you're out protesting if you're out uh and you have to get out and you don't necessarily want to be out uh you know be safe you know take care of each other if yeah if you can't be out there protesting find there there are so many different charities that you can find and uh just sharing sharing retweeting reposting Mm -hmm. uh being a part of the conversation at the very least does a lot more it contributes more than you think it does so don't be disheartened if you can't be out there especially with everything that's going on right now it's okay exactly some people may not want to be out and that's fine too i mean you know safety is a primary concern for a lot of us right now so just take care of yourselves and you know hope we make it out in the other end (laughs) yeah be good wear your fucking mask this is georgie boy's act saying don't be a piece of shit this is Toast, and I will say, as uh, alluding to The Last of Us that we'll be talking about next, 
sometimes you gotta get out of your own way. Yep. Fuck. Oh man, I'm <laughs> like damn heavy, but yeah. warranted. <laughs>